Hi, welcome to Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. I am Amanda Lauren, and I am with my co-host, Allie Levine. Hey, hey, hey. And we are... We are, wait, what, where are we? <laughs> we're, we're at Allie's. It's where are we? December where are we in the 6th. week? Where are we in the week? My brain know. is so oh confused. <laughs> so it's, How is it December? I have no idea. So I should say, it is just us this episode. This is probably going to be a quick bonus. I don't even know when we're going to air. This might be our New Year's episode. I have no idea. <laughs> I love it. We, you we're know, not sure. We're not sure. As usual, we're extremely organized. <laughs> um, but we, I don't know. We thought like we would just have like a conversation, just the two of us things. It hasn't just, been the two of us in a while. Um, other than the holiday gift episode, which you've listened to if you're listening to this because it's awesome. Yeah, um, 100%. And by the way, I was going to say, it's also good for like birthday gifts. Other Like there were just a lot of like, you still have to buy people gifts all year round. Oh yeah, absolutely. So. I still have to start my Christmas shopping. I'm so behind. I I haven't even, honestly, I, I can't. I can't even think right about now. it. I know. I am, I'm exhausted. Well, Justin's birthday comes two days after Christmas, so it screws me. Oh, my God. So, he was almost a Christmas baby. Uh-huh. He was. He was late. That would be so... He's never late. That was the, <laughs> oh, by the way, I just made, that is the only time, for the record, Justin has ever been late. <laughs> yeah. No. So, I mean... Wait, were you born late? I was born two weeks late. That's not so Does that explain a lot to you? Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was due June 18th. True story. Three weeks late. And I was born July 12th. And the doctor literally, like, no eye blockheads. Like, the doctor literally, like, my mom went in. They were like, wow, she still haven't dilated. And she's like, well, I'm officially three weeks late now. Like, what do you want to do? And they're like, oh, they, like, debated letting me, like, keep cooking. And back in the day, like, doctors were allowed to do that. And my dad was like, well, can we, like, check her out? So they, like, sat my mom down. They checked. And like, well... You know, she's... She's just not that into she's it. Just, she's just chilling. They're like, but, you know, they're like, she is, like, to full size, so, like, we could take her. And they're like, you know what? We'll induce you, since she wasn't dilated. Mm-hmm. Induce my mom. And, like, hours later, I came out. But I came out, like, it's kind of gross. But I came out. They said, literally, my poor mom. They had a, like, you know, like, the old school, like, uh, as I'm showing hands, for, like, forceps or whatever it is, that they have to pull down to pull the baby out. They had to use those, pull me out. because Wait, were you I, feet first? No, my mom, I guess I was kind of near my butt. And also because I was in there for so long, like, they had to take more force, apparently. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so my mom said she literally was getting pulled down the table, and she's, like, trying to hold it. She's getting pulled out and they're like, pulling me down. Oh, my God. And then, this is really gross, the placenta was dry. That's so weird. The placenta was dry. dry. And, and they and they looked you at my dad. sucked the life out of your yep. mom. Yep. They looked at my dad. They looked at my mom and they said, oh, good thing we took her. My nutrients were gone. No wonder I was just like sitting, chilling, like. How did they not know? Dude, doctors back in the day. My mom had me at like age tw- like tw- 22. And That's amazing. Like, I couldn't have been responsible for fucking I know, me either. 22. I know. When I think about my mom having me at 22, I'm like, Wow. There's no way. That's, like, really early to have Like, I already, like, I I love you, my little daughter, but, like, I already feel like, like, I'm still, like, maybe a little bit too young and, like, hopefully I'm going to figure it out. Like, my mom being 22, I'm like, holy shit, like, how? But I was three weeks late, so. I'm going to have, you actually called it, I think, because we have a few friends that are, like, pregnant right now. I think I'm going to have my first baby when everyone's on their second. And I I'm too. kind of excited for do. that. I do, too. I think, I, I, I think you are also. I'm totally... She's kicking, so maybe she's agreeing. No, she totally <laughs> agrees. By the way, I talked to Ali's baby. You I do. Have, I have a nickname for it, which I'm not going to share. Yeah, because we're, not, we're still deciding what her word. name is. We're, like, playing around. But No, you know what the name is. You just don't know the middle name. No, I keep debating. I'm not sure. No, that's going to be your name. 
I'm decided. We'll see. You decided. Okay. I'm we'll decided. Justin know. I don't know. I'll let Justin know. But, like, it's, I don't know. It's, so, so, it's so funny. So, like, we were like, what should we talk about? Because it's just us. And I'm like, we should talk about being married. And sort of, like, what we were like before. And right. sort of how marriage changes you. I, I know this is, because it's, it's weird. Being it's like you think I once said to someone, sometimes you don't do what's good for you or what's good for him. You do what's best for you as a couple or for the this marriage or for the relationship. And that sometimes is a little fucking hard. A little? And sometimes you have to stand up for yourself, too. Yep. So sometimes true. you have to be like, no, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. Right. Shut the fuck up. It ain't happening. It ain't yeah. happening. Yeah. Like. Happy wife equals happy life. Happy wife. <laughs> it is true, though. Happy wife, happy life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny. Like, wait. So, when you do you think you're a different person than who you were from before you were married? No, I don't. Because I think that, thank God, my marriage has allowed me to be my own individual, my own person. And Justin stays really true to being his own person. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, that's why we've survived and, like, why... We're so close is because like we have different lives and like listen kudos to some couples who do everything together. I, I just can't sign up the, for it. How the I can't fuck sign up people for do everything. Together. I can't. I can't. I need to have my own friends. I need my own space. That being said, like I love you to death and I can hang out with you by yourself and I can hang out with you with your husband and my husband loves your husband. So it's like that's cool too. But like I need to have the option and I need to have certain people. And who our are just, husbands, by the way, hang out without us. Oh, so all we the should time. Say. Yeah, the like man romance. Yeah, but. Also, like, I also, like, just enjoy that I have certain friends of mine that, like, my husband knows them, but, like, he doesn't hang out with them. Like, they're just my circle, my people. I hang out with them. You know? No, it's same. Just, you know? Same with Justin. There's certain people of his, like, I know who they are, but I don't know them, know them. He hangs out with them, you know? And they're his people. So, I feel like, I don't know, for me, like, what works in my relationship is that the fact that we are able to keep separate lives, and though we have a lot of things in common, we share a lot. We also have things that are just ours. And I feel like when you kind of start to go, like some of my other girlfriends, I know you're not like this, but other girlfriends of mine will become too much like their man. And it's like, okay, that's great that you're trying to support him. But when you cross over to me, in my opinion, to that line mm-hmm. where they're, like, they're no longer getting their space, you're no longer getting yours, and you're kind of always in their world, I feel like you lose yourself. And then that's, that's, because, and that's because you're in their world so much that you almost forgot who you are. And I don't know, in my opinion, I don't think it's a healthy thing. I don't think it's a healthy thing either. Yeah. It's it's weird. Like, I think that, like, that happens a lot with boyfriends, though, maybe oh, for more sure. than yeah. husbands. Yeah, for sure. Or when I you're, like, in that, like, oh, my God, I'm dating my, him my zone. My boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can't I do everything with my boyfriend. You. I have to be with my boyfriend. I was definitely that asshole in high school. Don't get me wrong. Like, I had a guy that was, like, I'd be with my boyfriend. I'd be with my boyfriend. I'd be with my boyfriend. Thank God I'm not like that now. Well, it's really weird. Wait, I'm going to tell a story. And oh, you blogettes can't tell. Wait, I haven't told you. Oh, my God. And the brace yourself. can't tell my husband. Oh, wow. I ran into my ex at a barbecue with my husband. Shut up. On Saturday. Really? Was it awkward? Like, so awkward, like, awkward First of all, fuck? I had run into him. Okay. Okay, so trying to think of a good way to say this. So there are some friends of my husband's okay. from high school. Like his high school best friends coincidentally moved here. Long story. But just, just take it at that. And they actually live near us and they have a lot of barbecues. And there's this girl who I went to middle school with okay. and they went to high school with. Again, uh-huh. this is all like a weird coincidence, but it's, you know, Upper East Side Jewish geography. <laughs> anyway, she invited me to a party, like a picnic kind of. I don't want to give away too many details, okay. Okay. but like a picnic thing a few weeks ago. And I, she's obviously hooking up with my ex. I don't give a shit. Okay. But this was like the guy who I thought I was going to marry. Oh, shut up. From before, wait, from like before, like... 
Before Ethan? Like pre-Ethan? Way before. Okay. I met him when I was like a, a sophomore in college. Okay, okay. Like so a long time ago. Long time ago. Got it. And not, I mean, not that long, but a long time ago. I'm not that old, but like, you know, a long time ago. Right. Anyway, so I still am like kind of in shock over it. So I was, so I got there and like I, so she's hooking up with him and mm-hmm. I thought that she might be at the party because coincidentally, she lives like a block from these people. Mm-hmm. So, and one of the, my husband's friends ran into her in the street walking the dog. She was like walking her dog or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he invited her and I, and like my husband mentioned, oh, this person, let's call her Krista. Krista might be at the party. Okay. And I'm like. I wonder if Chris is going to bring, let's call my ex, um... Charlie. Dick. <laughs> Might bring Dick with her. I can't with you. And I I don't know. I thought, and then I'm like, I wonder, and then I'm like, well, no, she wouldn't. I'm like, I don't, I think she knows that I used to hook up with Dick mm-hmm. and that we dated, but like... I don't I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to say anything. I can't, like... I'm not, like, close enough with Krista to ask her, like, questions. Right. Although she did invite me to another party next week. Oh, that's funny. So I go to this thing and my husband is there and so is my ex and my heart is beating out oh of my, my fucking chest. Oh my God, bet. Did he know that that was your ex? No, I didn't tell him. Oh, you didn't say anything. I'm not going to tell him. So no okay. one here better tell him. Um, and I'm just like, Oh fuck! And people are like, "Do you want a drink?" And I'm like, "Sure." <laughs> Many. You're like, drinks. is that even a question? I know. Like, like I smoked a blunt. I never smoke blunts. I usually. You're making wait. me very jealous. You know, I'm five months pregnant. Have you been sober the whole time you've been pregnant? Have you I'm had a glass? Sober. I haven't. No. Wait. Because what? I didn't want to tempt myself, to be honest, because I'm afraid, like, I'll wait, like. So want... you've been totally sober the whole time. I you've have. Been I keep joking with Justin. Like, I hope you're fucking enjoying your DD because it's about to be over. Oh my god. Yeah. That's it. Well, you... When you give birth, you can pump and dump. Oh, of course. I mean, I, I assume you're going to breastfeed. I'll breastfeed in the beginning, yeah. You know, as long as you can. Yeah. By the way, we're not judging people who can <laughs> breastfeed. Just, no. just, just want to say that. Yeah. that it's, it's a choice every it's a choice. woman some has Some people want to bottle, some people want to pump, some people want to breastfeed. It's whatever As long want. as your baby is being fed, just make sure your baby's not hungry. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a fair policy to totally. push on everyone. Absolutely. So, anyway... But no, I, I just, um, I couldn't, I haven't, I haven't, I've been too afraid to like, like, what if I take, even take a fucking like, what, Zolfran, which is like no. an anti-nausea, I don't, okay. I'm too afraid, I want to make sure she's all right. I feel like I'm just like, I don't want to be pregnant because I don't want to be sober right now. <laughs> I don't blame you for that. No, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to be sober when I'm pregnant. I've talked to this with like many people where I'm like, I think that's like going to be the hardest thing for me actually about being pregnant is I'm like, fuck, I can't like drink or have weed or enjoy the occasional Xanax or Valium. Can't or do any addict. of it. You can't do any of it. Yep, no. And I'm just like, but, like, being pregnant is really hard. Like, you're going to... Don't you, like, just want to... You're like, this is so stressful being pregnant. I just want to fucking Valium. <laughs> I mean, I have more, like, my... I would just love to have, like... A glass of wine. Yeah, a, like, a big glass of wine and, like, tap out and go to sleep. Uh, you know, but, I mean... Can you take NyQuil when you're pregnant? I don't no. think you can. By the way, NyQuil is the greatest thing. Really? I, I mean, I, I I've gotten not- into it, but I've never, like... 
heavily gotten into it, but I, but I can't. Like, I, I was sick that. last week, and I took it five nights. And let me tell you, it was the only, like, good thing about being sick. I'm like, oh, another night of NyQuil. And then my husband finished the fucking bottle, and I literally wanted to kill him. It's like taking, if anyone's ever taken Soma, which is a muscle relaxer, which is a delicious muscle relaxer. Oh, you are delicious. Only you would describe a oh drug God, as delicious. Good. Soma's the best. I can't um, with you. I know. It's so bad. It's, and the thing is, it's like, I'm usually on really good, like, who, like, obviously I was a big party girl before yeah. I was married, but, um, no, I'm on, like, really good behavior 85% of the time, and that's oh, right. good that's enough for good. me. 85%. No, I mean, like, well, this is the thing, so, like, obviously I'm at your house all the time mm-hmm. and I drink here, but sure. I always drive home. So I can't really... Yeah, you're not, like, really drinking. I've never been super fucked up in front of you, but I don't, like, I don't get super... Oh, you have been for a party of mine. Oh, wait, yeah, there was... Wait, travel episode? I was really fucked up. You had to, like, wait to drive home for that. Yeah, I remember. I I know, I'm like, I remember. I was high as fuck. You were hilarious. I've never listened to that episode because I'm like, I don't know what I want to... I was, like, literally taking a hit on the vape, and I'm like, wait, everyone, hold on off the story. I gotta, I gotta take a hit. Hold on, I gotta take a hit. (laughs) Um, this is great. Kelly loves this. Kelly has followed us for the show and she tells Allie, Amanda has to stop talking Amanda about needs that. to reel it in. Amanda needs to reel it in. I love it. Um, and Amanda doesn't. But anyway, so I, my heart is beating out of my chest. So I was, so Abby was supposed to come to that party, which she oh, did. Okay. And I texted her. I'm like, Abby, you have to come now. And I'm also freezing. So please bring me a denim jacket tomorrow. Because it was like, when it was very 85 needy. that day, I was very needy. But I was, no, no, no. But she was supposed to come, and I'm like, you need to come now. Right. My, I am dying. Right. You need You're to like, come I need, here. You need to come now and drink some I with need me. you to help me, like, drink all this away and bring me some warmth. So I was like, exactly. Um, but you know what, though? It was, first of all, it was the second time I had, thank God it was not the first time I had seen him in a long time because mm-hmm. I would have literally, I would have literally left. Like, I would have, like, right. liked not feeling well, and right. I would have, like, Ethan probably would have stayed, but I probably would have gone. Right. But, like, babe, I, I don't feel well. You know what? I, I'm just going to take an Uber home or something. But, like, he had no clue. Thank God. Oh, that's really funny. Seriously, no one tell him. Well, no, no but, like, no one tell him. like, what would be the reason to tell him? And, like, honestly, but this is what it was. Okay. It made me seeing him, especially the second time. Mm-hmm. I've been going through this whole thing mm-hmm. where, like, I kind of miss the past. Like, you know, my parents, obviously, I talked about it a lot on previous episodes. My parents sold the, like, New York City um, apartment where we grew up. Right. And where we grew up, where I grew up. And, um, you know, that's been, like, hard for me. Not right. as hard. It was hard while it was happening. And I, I've been to the city a few times since. And, I mean, I like to not sleep on a fucking arrow bed. Right. Even though my parents got it, it has like a headboard. What? It's the fanciest fucking arrow about it. Why am I not surprised? It's your parents. It's literally though, like sleeping on one of those like boats that those blow up boats with like a plastic paddle you use in a lake. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Yeah. It's like a little like plastic robot. But again, why am I not surprised? But it's your parents. It's the fancy, fanciest one. No, the joke is that, like, I'd rather just sleep on a couch, but the couch that's in the den, which is the room where I sleep, mm-hmm. it's, like, a, it's, like, a Mitchell Gold and, like, Bob Williams custom fucking city or whatever okay. it's called. It's so gorgeous. 
I actually told, wait, 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 how horrible is this? My parents are obsessed with death and we were talking about the will. And I said, can you put in, I get the furniture because if something happens in the next few months, oh I want God, your initial gold couch. I can't. Don't judge her, Bogets. Don't, don't judge me for that. My parents are like oh obsessed with death and changing and changing the will all of the time. It's ve- like, we've had this conversation. I've literally had I've a- never had so many conversations about a will until I met you. Uh, Oh, my parents, like, change their will every five minutes. It's really bizarre. But, I'm, like, I'm like, what is going on? But anyway, no. So, like, it's just funny. So, I don't know. So, the point is, seeing him and being like, first of all, I dodged a fucking bullet. Let me tell you, I'm so happy I am not married to Dick. And I'm so happy I didn't end up with Now, here's Dick. a question. Did he see you with your husband? Yeah, and like, did he look like? Oh wow, she's with her husband. Like, did he seem to pick up on it? No, because he's a dude. Like, that's the thing. No, I mean, no, no. He knows that I when I saw him like a few months ago with Krista. Mm -hmm. A few months. It was probably a few. It was probably like two months ago with Krista. Okay. I don't know. I should look up the date. It could have been a month ago. Honestly, you guys, I've been really busy. Um, Like really busy. Really busy. (laughs) So I. But anyway, I. You know what? Like, look. I actually do wish him the best, and I said that to him, and I said, oh, how are your parents? Nice of you. I mean, look, we always had, he was my only relationship that was, like, truly, like, we were those people that would, like, torture each other, break up, get back together, break up, get back together. Like most of America? <laughs> like most people. And I'm just so happy I did not end up with him, because he's so immature. Dodged a bullet. He's not even cute, to be oh, honest with you. What are you doing? What? You have a big dick? You know what? I don't not really not particularly. No. Well, I mean, if you're not able to reconnect, like recollect, obviously not because you, if you did, you'd be like, oh yeah. I mean, I, I like. I mean, the sex was good, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like mind blowing. Mind blowing, and okay. it wasn't like the amazing. Like that's the thing about you know getting married too. Mm-hmm. Like the sex you have with your husband is totally. Oh, at least totally like, different. For me, oh, it's no, a totally it's me different thing than any other sex yeah, you've had totally. with anyone else. Yeah. And I just, I don't, I just didn't want Ethan to know. I didn't want my husband to know that, like, Understandable. you know, that this was, I didn't want, I didn't want him to, like, get anxious. I didn't want him right. to feel weird. Yeah. And frankly, he like, things to get, like, weird, yeah. He's friends with the girl. He's not friends with, you know, my husband's friend. So he's, right. I doubt he's going to be a regular at the barbecue. I fucking hopeful, you know. Right. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's a God. regular. <laughs> All of a sudden, dicks on the guest list, girls. I do not want dick on the guest <laughs> and guys. list. No, oh. and you know, and he he was nice. Like I spoke to him. I asked him what, about what he does mm-hmm. now, and I mean, I sort of knew what he did, but I I got into it a little bit further. And like, yeah, I spoke to him, and he talked to Abby, and Abby was the only one who knew what was going on. By the way, listen to the episode with Abby Stern, <laughs> um, author of According to Azores. Yes. Um, you know, it's just very like it was so weird, and it was like. It's like, you know those, like, stupid movies, like the like a Christmas Carol? They always do, like, a Hallmark or a Lifetime version with some chick, like, the ghost of boyfriend's past or whatever. Yes, totally. Okay, that happened to me IRL. Oh, of course it did. And that's what it was. And I was Why just am like... I not surprised? I'm so happy this isn't my life. I'm so happy he was such an asshole and that the universe, like, right. saved me from, from being with this yeah. terrible person. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I should say, terrible person. I have nothing against him. I really do. Like, look, I would never want any... I care about him in the way that, like, look, I'm married, I'm happy, and yeah. I only hope he finds someone right. that makes, makes me as happy. happy. Yeah. Right. Because... As he makes you. Yeah, he's a douche. Right. But he doesn't deserve to have... But he doesn't... Deserve, like, there are some people, I should say, like, 
I have an ex-boyfriend. I think I talked about it. Like, um, a boyfriend that I lived with. Speaking of husbands, my husband's calling me. Oh, work. wait, should we pause this? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to pause this. And we're back. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Sorry that was like about that. that. I talked to my husband. <laughs> you know, it's just like a casual episode. <laughs> um, so, no, so I don't wish him, like, I don't. You don't have, wish, like, ill on him. I have no ill will against right. him. Right. And I do think, and look, like, in a lot of ways, and I, I can't get into it on the podcast. It, it, this is like the story is like really there for like another podcast because it's gotcha. such a long story. But I believe that there is a reason why he was put in my life, and I went through a lot of drama with him. But then when this thing happened, I totally understood it. Gotcha. And I do, I do think like I do, I do, I think God put him in my life for a reason. And I'm, ha- and even though like parts of our relationship were fucking awful, parts mm-hmm. of it were awesome, and you know, mm-hmm. I I'm happy I had that relationship, but I'm so happy I'm not with him. I'm so happy he's not my husband. Right. I'm so happy that I was given the person that I was given. But it's it's weird. It's like this whole thing with like sometimes living in the past, and I'm like, it's kind of nice to move on and to right. be happy and to also I don't know maybe like. You know, there's, like, a part of me, like, lately, just because things have been really stressful, well, what if I had done A instead of B? Or what if I had done this yeah. instead of that? And I think that was, like, the universe telling me, no, 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 you're making right. the right making choices. the right choice, yeah. And Isn't it interesting how the universe, like, talk about it for a second, like, yeah. the universe, like, pushes us in different ways, and at first you're like, what the hell is going on? And you're, like, annoyed, and then all of a sudden you, like, realize, like, there was a reason the universe was pushing you that way. It's interesting yes. how the universe does that a lot, you know? And, like, at first you're just like, what the hell? Like, why did I lose this job? Or what happened with this guy? Or, like, why is life being so weird? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, fuck. Like, it was literally making room for something better. It's, I totally think so. And it's really funny. Like, before I met my husband, I had had a really hard couple of years. And actually some of it involved shit with him. But um, I'd had a really hard, and, like, you know, and I had another guy that I had moved in with. And he was a total fucking nightmare and a horror. Like, I would say that's the only ex that I have ill will towards is right. the one that I live yeah, with. Yeah, I only have ill will. No, I mean, it's alive too, I guess. But that's because they were allowed, major cheaters. That's because they were major cheaters and like screwed me. So I feel like yeah, exactly. that's on them. And like, and you didn't just cheat once, it was like continuous. So like, screw you and you choose, you chose that karma and like have fun owning it. Yeah, exactly. So, like, my ex that I live with is a kind of person where I'm like, you know what? I don't really have to worry about bad stuff happening to him right. because, like, he's creating that terrible life yeah, for himself. And totally. It's, and, yeah, I have ill will against him. Like, right. th- that other and that's fine. Dick, I'm sure there's plenty of Arbaugh gets who have plenty of ill will against wait, their men. Wait, wait, you guys. As I was saying that, I looked to, to our recording. Uh-huh. Like, so he does it. Like, it times it. Not in, like, by minutes, but by bars because we use GarageBand, which is why we sound awful. And it was 666 as I was talking oh, about the Oh, that's so bedrooms. weird. I know. That's weird. So That's I, a little freaky, I'm not going to lie. Really, and we, like, paused. It was, like, timing was perfect. Yeah, he was a horrible person. Right. But Dick, I don't, no ill will towards Dick. I hope Dick has a nice life. I really would rather never run into him again. Mm-hmm. But what are you going to do? You know what? Totally. It made me realize, though, that I can handle certain situations and that, yeah, the universe just does. It pushes you in the right direction, whether, like, you like it or not. Oh, wait, wait. So all this bad stuff that happened, him, mm-hmm. and then, like, I had gotten fired from a job. I was working for this, I think, mildly anti-Semitic chiropractor in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember getting fired. 
and I was sitting in my car crying and I was like, the God universe, like, why is this happening to me? Right. And I just knew, even though it felt fucking awful, I'm like, right. I'm like, I know this is for a reason. I'm like, right. Right. I'm like, I know it's for right. a reason. There's a reason. And then like six months later, not even, right. I met the love of my yeah, life. See? And had so I had that cute. job, I wouldn't have been able, because we yeah. met long distance, yeah. um, I wouldn't have been able to see him and I wouldn't have been able to have that relationship. So I think that like the universe does take care of you. Even yep. if you even don't, if you don't understand, want it to. Yep. Even if you don't want to, even if you don't understand why, eventually you will. Yep, totally. And when things are really challenging, mm-hmm. even in small ways, like, you know, when you can't find your car keys. Yes. Because there's a reason because you're not, supposed, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I mean, yeah, Prego brain is Prego brain, but yeah. no, but like there's times you're not supposed to find your keys. There's times where you're because not. Because you would have been a crack exactly. and a dime. Yeah, like things, it's, it's crazy. Like things happen, like where you miss a flight, like things. And I used to be someone who used to fight like over everything with like when things would happen. Now I'm like, you know what? I let the universe do its job. Yeah. Because usually it's taking care of you for a reason. Well, it's weird. I lost my car keys in my building. Mm-hmm. You remember this? Yes, I do remember this. A few weeks yeah. ago. I and I was like, and with, I think I was out. talking about it with Chris Medina. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I'm yeah, like, I were. think someone's just going to find yeah. my car keys. Yep. Like, and I had to look in my apartment because when right. you lose your car keys, you can't be a yeah. total lazy asshole. Right. But like, I was like, I knew it. I knew mm-hmm. it. And my husband's the opposite. Like, he doesn't believe in any of this. Yeah, He's well, like most men though. Like, Justin's the same way. Like, when I talk to him about mediums and, you know, psychics and, you know, energy, he's like, Okay, crazy. Like, you know, he's like, <laughs> keep drinking the L.A. Kool-Aid, you know? Like, I know. It's like, but I'm, it's like... I crystals in my bag. Yeah, so do I. I mean, it's like, you know, but it's like, and you have crystals on your wrist, you know? But it's like... I, I, I know. I, We're crystals 100% yeah, Exactly. But it's like, I don't know. I, you know, personally, I believe in that stuff. And um, I believe <laughs> even going through, you know, strict was a part of my journey because there's an... And you know this, but I've, had, I've been asked to do plenty of reality shows on different networks... And I've, you know, been like, oh, I don't know, or, oh, this doesn't feel right, or whatever it is. And it's never panned out, and it's never been the right thing. And then this came in with Stripped, and it was like, it not that it felt like the right thing at the time, but, like, now being pregnant, and now going through it, and, I like, the watching the episode last night, it really did. It came full circle, and I feel like I really, um, I really learned um, from being Stripped, and I learned um, that, you know, I didn't need as many materials, and that... I could have my career and be a boss babe and be a mom all at once. And I really feel like, you know, truly, like, watching the episode last night was kind of surreal for me because, not just because I was, like, on a show, but because it was, like, so real for me because it's not, like, your normal reality show. And so it's so real and so vulnerable. And, like, you hear me say, like, three to four years I thought I would take to get pregnant. And I've had that conversation with you last year. Like I know has gotten, and I feel like I shouldn't say this because not everyone can get pregnant quickly, but so many people I know are like, oh, I'll just go off the pill and see what happens. Yeah. And they get pregnant immediately. Yeah, but also the mindset of me, like, thinking I was going to wait three to four years like when we filmed you know I think that it's interesting going through stripped the mindset that changed for me and where I came to and now I'm pregnant and it's not that you know much later and I think that that was like a true blessing because I you know I think maybe if I didn't go through stripped I don't know if I'd be pregnant right now you know, maybe I would still be trying to, you know, just be super consumed by my job and just constantly working. And like, don't get me wrong, it's not like I'm not working, but I've just had a shift in priorities and I'm just trying to like work things out and figure things out. And I don't know if I would have done that had I kind of not had that reset and been stripped. So again, another thing that like the universe kind of pushed onto me that I didn't necessarily maybe want or want to be a part of that I'm very 
glad and like blessed like to do it because I feel like it put Justin and I where we are now. It's no, it's you know what? I think challenges though are good. No one has a perfect relationship hundred percent of the time. Never. And there are times when I know like we both are just like, I hate you. Like yeah. there have been times yeah. when I like call my mom crying about something Ethan said. Mm-hmm. Like which is so stupid. But, but it happens. It it does happen. And that's and that's okay. It's it's weird though, like in some ways though, like we're you know, like what to go back to sort of like the original thing is that like it's great that you think, you know, your husband has made you more of who you are. Mm-hmm. And I would say that too, although there are certain things, like, it's weird. Like, and, and I've said this before on the podcast. So six months before I got married, my mom was in a terrible yeah. accident. And she was hit by a car. Uh, she's fine now. Thank um, God. Yeah. And it was just, like, planning a wedding is really fucking exhausting. And it was it was um, a destination, I say destination-ish wedding. It was mm-hmm. Palm Beach. Yeah. Um, so that's Florida. Destination wedding. Uh, I feel like the destination is like France or the Caribbean right. or I don't know. But but it was, you know, it was just really, and like a lot of stuff happened, like planning a wedding. Mm-hmm. You know, how, like there's all this shit that can go wrong. And for like, I went through three, two photographers or three, right. the whole thing was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Um, and my wedding was beautiful and it was great. But, um... It's, it's weird. Like, that was such a distraction for certain things in my life. And now I feel like I'm finally getting back to, like, a lot of the things I wanted to do. Because I don't... Now, it's been two years since I've been married. But we've just had, like... I've been working a lot. We've had so much, so much stuff go on. Good right. stuff, bad stuff. Yeah. And that's a part of... I mean, that's just a part of life in our journey is good stuff, yeah. bad stuff, up and down. But I completely agree with you that truly when you don't push against the universe and you let things just happen again in the moment it may not feel like it's the right thing but chances are it ends up being the right thing and that I think is huge it it is it, you always say like don't like go against the yeah. universe you, yeah you're not and, I mean there's a reason you're not supposed to I mean I try not to sometimes yeah. I feel like there are challenges in your way and I'm like no I'm not just gonna let this it's like okay it's it's so funny so there's a company that I did um, some influencer things for uh-huh. that owed me. Actually, I've never said the name of the company, but I think I mentioned it on the podcast. Anyway, they've owed me money for three fucking months now. Okay. And I have emailed them like a hundred times. Not a hundred Sounds like, sounds like a small claim situation. It's, it's now, well now it's not, but, but it was, I actually, the last email I said to the person who was my contact at the company was, I will fucking take you to small claims court. Oh, I said, I do not want to do this. You right. do not want to go to small claims court. Right. Like that. Like, totally. You do not want to do this. Yeah. Like, just do your job, just bitch. Do your job. Um, but anyway, that's like a sound clip if we ever clip it. <laughs> just do your job, exactly. bitch. Um, you know, and I said to my husband, I don't know what to do. Like, this is, I'm like, I don't care if they owe me $5, like, mm-hmm. out of principle, because it was a, it was like a commission thing. Right. Um, this is nuts. Like, I've been emailing them. I've been, like, I, I shouldn't have to beg for my money from, like, a large corporation, by the way. And I was at their office, too. So, like, right. they did not seem sketchy. Um, and now I think, I don't even think they're sketchy. I think that person, my contact there, is sketchy. Right. So, my husband's, like, just let it go. And I'm, like, no. I'm not fucking letting it go. Like, right. you know what? You can't let people get away with doing the wrong thing when you haven't exercised every option. So today I was like, after I sent that email, I waited a few hours. I didn't hear back. And I'm like, fuck it. So I emailed their, first of all, I 
got that job through a private Facebook group, mm-hmm. and I actually emailed the um, the admin, and I was like, this person yeah. is scamming me. You should remove them because they, yeah. they've posted in there before. And, you know, I don't want other people. It's sort of like this whole thing with Harvey Weinstein, why people are coming out. People are coming out because no one wants to go through this shit. Totally. And I felt like it was the responsible thing to do. So then I ended up DMing their Facebook page, and I told them what happens. Obviously, just a social media person, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. if I could just get another contact there. And magically, that other contact replied immediately. Right. And I feel really stupid for not doing this months ago, to be honest with you. Right. No, I know it happens. I feel you. Oh, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it's a shit show. And for sure. No, and you know, it's like, it's, it's like how many emails, and I literally said like, would you like to not get paid for it? Right, yeah, like, exactly. But yeah, they forget about that. Oh, I know, uh, I do have that all the time. It's crazy. It's the worst. It is the worst. So sometimes I do think you have to, like, you know, my husband's like, no, just go with, he didn't say just go with the universe, but he's like, right. just give it. I'm like, no, I'm not fucking giving it up. Right, totally. It's, it's too much, this is going to die, so I have to plug this in. Oh, no worries. Um, but I think like, you know, going back to just like what we were saying about like husbands and like the way you feel and, you know, this and that, I think really, um, I think it's, you know, I think it's more about the fact that, um, you know, that, um, I would say, you know, if, if I could give like any advice to someone who's been married, um, for over, you know, know five years. been married for a long time. Yeah. I mean, compared to like other friends of mine and things like that. And I think that it's, you know, figuring out your battles, being really real with each other, and also really being true to yourself. Again, like, some people like to be, you know, all up in their husband's shit. And personally, I think, like, again, absence makes the heart grow fonder, and I truly believe that. And I think when I'm even, like, not home just for the day, my husband's like, hey, you look beautiful. What'd you do today? What were you up to? Like, you know, if I forget to text him during the day just because I'm busy, and, like, he'll text me or he'll call me and he'll go, how are you, babe? Like, how's your day going? I miss you, bub. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, you know, in my head, I'm like, well, I must be doing something right because, you know, I'm still attentive to my husband, but, like, I'm not constantly, like, available to him. And I think there's something to be said with having a little bit less availability, doing a little bit about your own stuff, owning who you are. That's what makes you sexy to your husband, to your partner and your soulmate, whoever it is. That's what makes you sexy to them. And I think that some of us, lose that side of that when we get into a marriage because we want to become as one and yes you should become as one you know emotionally mentally in many ways and that you work as partners but you should also always remain true to yourself and that's just you know what I think I I agree and you just sometimes you just have to like when something is good for you you just have to like no this is what we're doing yeah that's what we're doing yep exactly but it's it's strange like I feel like I don't know it's 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 strange to go from like do you are a lot of your friends say, I'm gonna say we have a lot of the same friends but we don't have all of the same friends totally. are a lot of your friends single? Uh yeah I've had, I would say like quarter of my group is single and then the rest is married or at least like or like living heavily with someone, living with someone or... engaged that kind of thing. Yeah, it's weird. I have friends that are like what I call like super single, which is a term that I used to use when I was not even hooking up with anyone. Mm-hmm. Or like, I guess everyone has those like on-off bullpen totally. kind of people. But yeah. like when you're like, not really, like like there's nothing much going forward in right. your life. And it's weird. And it's like, I love those. It's so much fun to talk to them, but it also makes me really happy for what I have. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like, this is the thing. It's like the grass is always green on the other side to a point you're always going to, like, wonder if, like, it would be this, it would be that. But at the same time, like, you have a really good partner. You have someone you really love. And 
someone you trust and you share a lot with, like, to me, that's everything. It's, it is. You know, it's the best. It's like there's, you feel safe. It's weird. Yes, you do. Like, you feel. It's a really good way to put it. You do feel safe. It's funny. It's like your husband should, or your partner, because I don't know if everyone here is straight. So I don't want to say, because this doesn't really apply to husband, wife, you know. I, I don't want to make this too hetero. Right. Um, yeah, that's what I said. I was like, soulmate, your, your, whatever your it partner, is. Your partner should make you feel safe right. and taken care of. Right. I, 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 I agree. And they should be your rock in some way, shape, or form. But it's hard because, like, when you're single, it's like, you're like, well, he did this, he did that. Like, what's... By the way, on a random note, why is there, like, a butterfly taped to your ceiling? Um, on a random note, you were here for the dinner reveal, and look at over there, too. Like, like things just didn't oh. get taken down. I was like, <laughs> what is that? I know. I, I need to do that since we're selling the house. And I, like, looked up... Actually, it was really funny you said that. I looked up the other day, and I was like, oops. <laughs> I'm like, we didn't take that down. <laughs> So it needs to come down. No, I feel like you took down a lot of stuff. We did, but somehow that got missed. Maybe it's on the ceiling. Let me ask you. Is it weird that you're now moving for the third time in how many years? A little bit. Not going to lie. But I feel like it's for the right reasons and it's for the baby. Of and course. Like, hopefully then we'll be there for a while. <laughs> I know. Although, according to Chris Medina, he doesn't see me living in L.A. in the next three years. So stay tuned. I don't know. I don't know if he's right. I don't. It's know. interesting. I wonder what, when he says L.A., maybe it means like... Orange County. It like, could mean Orange maybe County. Maybe it means, like, you know, maybe it means San Diego. Like, I don't know. Maybe it means somewhere that's not... You're not, not moving to San Diego. No, but you know what I'm saying. Like, maybe... I can't think of any other cities. But you know what I'm saying. Like... <laughs> like, I don't like, think you're moving to Mesa, Arizona anytime soon. No, definitely not. Although you did live in Arizona. I did live in Arizona. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird because I'm like... I don't know. It's strange because he's been pretty spot on about other things. So, I don't know. We'll see. Chris Medina gave you... <laughs> One piece of advice. Well, yeah, because until you listen to that piece of advice, yeah. everything's not going to click. That's why I was telling you that. No, but but I but I am really trying to learn. I know you like, are, and I've noticed things. you've been trying. I've been wearing this Love Thirteen crystal. Yeah. Shout out Love Thirteen. Yeah, that's my it's, girl. I told you her magic will help no, you. No, these these bracelets. I'm not just like saying this, and they're they're pricey. These bracelets. They're, but that's because okay. So the they're reason magical. they're pricey is they're literally magical. She literally she literally puts her magic and healing and intention in each bracelet. So instead of paying thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to get healed by her, you're literally getting to wear it and you're wearing it and it's beautiful. Like they're gorgeous and you're wearing it and you're getting to, you know, experience that magic feeling and you feel the intentions in you. And I swear, I love Amanda Lauren to death, but ever since I gave her this bracelet, I have seen changes within her and I've mm-hmm. seen her losing her intuition and there's a reason I gave her that bracelet because I knew she needed it. It is magical. No, and I haven't taken it. Actually, I took it off for like two seconds today to take an Instagram <laughs> picture. I love but it. But I sleep with it and yeah. shower with it and yeah. I'm nervous and it actually came off the other day when I was like frustrated oh looking for something in my car. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than digging for shit in your car. Like, yeah, and you have so much stuff in your oh, car. Girl, if you lose please. something in your car, it's like I an endless even. sea of shit in your I car. I can't even. Please. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, but I'm trying to trust my intuition. I you're really, getting better about it. I, I am. You know what it is? It's like I didn't trust things for the longest time. Well, like, okay. So I told this. I sort of told this story on another pod. I think I told the story on another <laughs> podcast. She thinks. I don't know what episode. You don't have so. pregnancy brain. I do. No. Well, it's, but we're like 40 something episodes. So I did tell a short version I'm of kidding. the story, which is that a former best friend of mine stole a large chunk of money from me. Okay. I will tell the whole story. It's really funny. Like I have like all these crazy stories that I would like to tell. And like I, the story is so long and so painful. It deserves like a yeah. podcast with a fucking therapist. Wait. 
Let's make a note of that. That's a good idea that we should have a therapist. If you're a therapist in a quartet, contact us. We would like to have you on the show. Please tell us we are crazy. (laughs) Um, Tell us something we don't know. Tell us something we don't know. But anyway, and like when that happened, it really shook my world because this was like my best friend for many years. She grew up with a bunch of friends I went to college with. Like it wasn't just like some rando. And it was a very, very large sum of money. Um, it was not a few hundred. It was not a few thousand. Right. There were more figures in that. It right. was a five-figure number. Wow. Strip must be on right now, by the way, because I keep getting texts. Oh, my God, you're on TV. Oh, my God, you're on TV. Well, there are different And I'm like, I'm so confused. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> you know, well, and two, like, let's be real. Like, it, it just aired. Like, no, I so know. It's like, I, like, I'm still kind of computing that, like, people are, like, reaching out. Like, I got the most random message Wait, so the other what, day. Okay. And wait, what did it say? It, said, it was yesterday, other day. Yesterday. It was yesterday night. And it was, like, someone that I knew when I was, like, seven years old did not remember her super sweet but she was like hey I don't want to sound like a weirdo but like I'm obsessed with Bravo and I was watching Bravo last night and this new show strip came on and I was like cool I'll watch it with my husband and we started watching and I turned to him and I went I know her and he's like what are you talking about and she's like I know her I know her and he was like she's Who? he filed for divorce today. <laughs> and he's like what are you talking about? And she said she literally like ran and like found a yearbook and like what? like pointed me out and like like was like this is her. But like she's like, but obviously it doesn't look the same. Like I look like a like you know a tiny little version of me, like seven super years old. short you bangs. Would, you would hope and, you like, look different right? now. Than well, you I mean, did I think I still seven. look the same, but I look a lot hotter. I look really <laughs> but, different. But like yeah, but like you know I, I don't know. Well, I can see that for you, Miss. I love my fillers, but you know but, I have no fillers. Everything is out of my face. Like look, I, I can scrunch my forehead. Stop it. You look great. See. I was listening to you and Anthony have a conversation during the premiere last night, and I had to zone into you out because I was watching the show. I know. But I was like, I am going to smack Anthony Pazos, I love you to death, bish, around because I was like, he is giving Amanda Lauren the worst advice right now. She looks great. Her face finally looks I, like it's friggin' like normal. Like, no, give it a I beat, want, girlfriend. No, I want my part. You know what? I just want my lovin's. You don't look like a Lala Ken. Like, did you see that her, like, sorry, Lala, like, you're fabulous, but at the same time, your face is horrible. Like, did you see, like, on um, the new Vanderpump Rules premiere? Did you, like, when they were walking in? Like, she, her face looks like I can barely watch that show. Okay, but, 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 and when I'm really you first see her you know, coming really... in, her face <sighs> looks like plastic. Like, and then she's wearing a tight, tight, like, faux leather dress, and it's like, which one is the leather and which one isn't? Like, it's really bad. She's also, like, because my face is, you. my face is peeling right now. I'm going to show you, and you're going to be like. I know. No, but I have, like, very little in my face. I mean, I'm using a lot of retin-A. My skin is Oh, here really... she goes again with the damn retin-A. Gail, who was recently on our podcast, she would tell you... No, I'm using the... You know what, though? I stopped using, um, like, a, a skin brush. Uh, the Foreo, the mm-hmm. Luna. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is a really good product if you, you like aren't it? using retinol. It's, it's like, the Clarisonic, but it's not disposable. Mm-hmm. It's, like, permanent. There's no, like, head to change in the brush. It's, like, antimicrobial. I don't know. Like, I'm a beauty blogger. I should know the exact details of this product. But I, it's still in my... It's been in my shower for months. But I was over-exfoliating, so I stopped using it. Mm, interesting. I exfoliated this morning, but clearly not very well. I think um, your skin always looks good. Like, every time I see you, I'm, like, I'm damn this bitch in her skin. skin. Like... SkinCeuticals. Like, you have... Like, and you I, always... I'm using like, two serums right now. I'm nuts. I believe it, but your skin always looks Thank on point. But I think that's why I don't. I sometimes I don't need as many. Like I'm sorry, but like her, does look at her face moves. Girlfriend. Jesus Christ! Yeah, don't go there. Okay. 
She literally looks like a mannequin. I know. That's what I'm saying. So please don't go there. No, I'm not going to go there. It's just, I like I, I, I love you, but I'm saying that out of like <laughs> no, my, but I love, want, I want my, my love, my love for our friendship. That's fine. Elevens are fine. But I'm just saying, like, does well, that I not? Like, I need a little more. My lip is like that. I think your lips actually look good right now. Really? Yeah. I, I have like I think the filler is mostly out of them. That um, your bottom has a good. No, that's my bottom. It's the top. I didn't have any put in my bottom. I just had my top. Really? Yeah. Because they look pretty even right now. Really? I'm just insane. I think I have mild body dysmorphia. Okay, we've had this conversation on too many podcasts. I know, I know. Deja vu. Like, Amanda I, always has body dysmorphia. I'm going to strangle know. her. No, but I get, like, mean things. Like, when I, like, I people know. tweet people me, like, you look people. like a horse. I get it. I have a long face. Whatever. I don't think I'm particularly you don't look like a horse. Horses people just, come on. I mean. Uh, people are, like, who the fuck has time for this? Like, I barely, like, and if you have time to be a troll, you certainly have time to leave us a five-star review. If you don't know how to do that, the directions are in the show notes. Yes, so We true. really need, we have like 65 reviews. That is not, and it might be more by the time this goes up, because right. I have no idea when I'm putting right. this up. Right, we need more reviews, for We need sure. more reviews. Could you, it takes like 30 seconds. Give us an early Christmas present and write us a review. Yes, or I was going to say, even just do the five stars yeah, under the, anything the, would be great. So you go to the Apple, wait, I'm going to explain to you. So you okay. go to like the Apple podcast app, because they don't call it, it's weird, it's iTunes when you do it like I saw on the that. computer, but it's mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts. Apple, I know, I saw and that. It's very confusing for me. So you go, you search for our podcast, even though it's on there, and then you click on the reviews tab and write a review. It takes two seconds. Anyway, we are going to go, yes. we're going to record another podcast, but this was a short one and we hope. It was fun. It was fun. We haven't done one to two of us in a while. I know, I know. Think, things have been nuts. Yeah. So thank you for listening and stay, stay fabulous. fabulous. Bye. Bye.